Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. We are back. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Bremore Productions podcast. We even went live on Facebook. I think I went live. Did I go live? Uh, did you? What? I didn't go live? Oh, shit. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Oh, we live now. We live. We live. Okay, so not only are we live on Facebook, but we are also pre-recording the podcast. We are super late. Um, I usually drop the podcast on Wednesdays, but I am still recovering from the 6th Annual Bring More Productions fashion show, and I have a special guest here with me. Her name is Sunny Love. Hey, hey, everybody. So today we're going to speak about the 6th Annual Bring More Productions fashion show that just happened this past Saturday at Arts Mission Oak Cliff. And we pretty much going to recap. I don't really know necessarily uh, what I'm going to recap about because I was behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I can say, I like the fact that after each show, nobody leaves. Everybody, like, dance. And it always turned into a party. That's what I love about my fashion show. It was definitely a party at the end. And it was so much fun. Like, everybody loving on everybody. Everybody enjoying everybody. Johnny getting out there, breaking it down. (laughs) It was fun. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole show from the beginning to the end. Like, the hosts were great. You know, they was pretty funny. Um, I liked Maisha. I didn't even know she was hosting. I was like, what? So, Maisha Nicole. Yeah, shout out to Maisha. Shout out to everybody that was involved. Mm-hmm. There's so many people. Um, Maisha, Sip and Shoe Podcast, yes. uh, Curtis Mays, Flower Child. Oh, she was awesome. Flower Child is so dope. Oh my god, I Crystal X. Yes, she and was awesome. I'm like, I'm like, y'all need to know about these artists. And everywhere I go, if I can, I'm gonna promote them as much as possible because they are so dope. Each mm-hmm. of, each and every one of them. It's funny because I didn't even know I was following Curtis Mays already until like I went to the show and I was looking for him. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> we following each other." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Curtis Mays is dope. Yeah. Um, shout out to all of the designers that participated as well. Um, Lit Hatters, mm-hmm. I Nerd, Sharon Yeek, um, the Relief Project, Stay Down. Who else? Last Tribe. Last Tribe. I feel like uh, Jitte, Lucky Ones. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all for participating. Y'all really made the show. Really, really, really creative people. Oh, and Designs by Amy Reese. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. And special thanks to Jay Cruz. Now, we all know some bougie-ass people. No, he was dope. I actually he got was a dope. To network with him. Yes, that's the thing. That's what, that's what I was about to say. The fact that Jay Cruz took out time to... You know, talk to people, mm-hmm. record videos and photos, yep. and just work in the room. To me, that means everything to me yeah. because I have been in same rooms with people that got like a hundred thousand followers, mm-hmm. and they act like they can't be touched. Right, and I don't like that. Right. So, for to to me to see him like really engaging with the people, mm-hmm. 
That's how you supposed to be. You supposed to be humble as fuck. Period. So shout out to J. Cruz. He definitely was. He definitely was. He was definitely. He was definitely humble. Yeah. He. You should have seen him downstairs um, with the models. Mm-hmm. He was. He was taking pictures with everybody. He was um, engaging with the designers. You know, taking yeah. pictures with their their items. That's that's great promotion. Yeah. For sure. Content. For sure. He is. I actually, I met him at the end, of course, of the show. We spoke a little bit, so he said he wanted me to text him uh, with a conversation piece. I was like, I just want you to look at my art. That's it. See? So, hopefully, we can get that going. But I feel like he's one of those people, if he if he see you being consistent and he see that you're serious about your art, your craft, your music, whatever, you can reach out to him and he gonna... Yeah. Pull up on you. Because yeah. people ask me, like, how you get Jay Cruz in the show? I just pull up on him. I just lit in his DMs. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> for real. That's it. That's all he took. For real. For real. Because he's, he's really that approachable. He's he is. He's that approachable. So, yeah, it wasn't even, like, I mean, it was, and it was funny because somebody, as I walked up to him, the photographer who was taking a picture with him introduced me. So, I didn't even have to introduce myself. So, I was like. Thank you. So this is gonna be easier <laughs> to like. So break tell the everybody. So Sunny wasn't even in the fashion show. This oh. is how dope my fashion shows are. Sunny wasn't even in the fashion show, but this girl done made money <laughs> off my fashion show. Let's tell the people your story. <laughs> it was just a bunch of networking, basically. Um, I have a Patreon account, and I have people who subscribe to my Patreon account. And so, um, when I was just there and I was talking to different people, they were asking me, you know, can they find me on a website? So, I was giving them um, my Instagram. And on my Instagram is my Patreon site. So, they basically was just subscribing to it. And it was people from the show. So, that was pretty dope. Uh, took a whole bunch of pictures, too. <laughs> yeah, you took a lot of pictures. A lot of pictures. You you made me look good, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. I'm like, oh, because I'm like, I can put this on my website. I can put this on my Instagram. It's just, it was just a beautiful feeling. How did you like the venue? Oh, oh my gosh. I fell in love with it. I was like, this is really dope. I love the, I love how, I love the contrast, honestly. So I understood it. And I really, really liked it. It was nice. Yeah, I ran out of room. (laughs) <laughs> you did. I did. You did. I wanted to have a whole photo booth in the corner mm-hmm. where the step and repeat was. Mm-hmm. And then once we started setting up everything, I was like, how are we going to do this? Right. Either take down a step and repeat, and you really can't do that because you need that for the photographs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I can't even have my photo booth this year. Mm. I ran out of space. So just that's just going to be better for next year. I know. I really love that venue. That mm-hmm. venue is, um, it is really unique. Mm-hmm. It is. It's definitely unique. And if I can get, like, team up with the right people that really know how to stage an area, then next next year we can come back and do everything that I wanted to do this year. Mm-hmm. Because this year I was just like, yo, what we going to do? <laughs> And I'm glad that I at first I was like, okay, we're gonna have to take her, uh, take her, um, take some of these chairs out, and because I was so set on my photo booth. But then I'm glad we didn't take none of the chairs out, because when I walked out and I seen all those people, I was like, 
that yep. would have been crazy. Yeah. So shout out to everybody that supported the sixth annual Bremar Productions um, fashion show. We had a very good time. Mm -hmm. It was well worth my stress mm -hmm. for this this whole year. I've been planning this show. Mm -hmm. Um. And I am more appreciative for the simple fact that uh, it was a lot of us, a lot of black people in the room, and we was all uniting and networking and rejoicing and valuing great art, music, beautiful. fashion. It was, it was, it was good. It, it was, was it was really good. And I really appreciate everybody that supported, even if you couldn't make it and you shared the flyer. Or, you know, you now after the show, you liking the photos and you sharing the, the photos from the from the fashion show. You wasn't able to make it. I'm still grateful for that. Seriously. Shout out to all our sponsors. Yep. Curl Shoe Deal was there. Um, kind he Healthy Snacks. Shoe Deal has some cute ass shoes. Yes. They for the low low. I seen them red joints that Vashay was walking in. I said... Hey, them shoes cute. And they having an event this Sunday. I know I seen that. And I, I have a I'm shooting for a, a YouTube series and I can't even make it. See, I I, I might need to fade that. <laughs> because those boots that was in the show, the red ones. Mm, the one that uh the, dude had on. Mm -hmm, the, were, oh man. They was dope. They even got some I'm not too big on like uh <laughs> wearing like sneakers that's not necessarily how can I put this not necessarily designer if you know what I mean like yeah. it has to be um a certain wave it has to it has to look right and I love hot top and platforms and stuff like that but shoe deal had these Anthony Wangs, and I don't even know who he is, but he's an amazing mm -hmm. designer. Mm -hmm. And they are red and chunky. I like stuff that puts some height mm -hmm. in me on me because mm -hmm. I'm really short. So I see those shoes at the fast shows. Like, yeah, I think I'm gonna fade those. Yeah, those hoes nice. Yeah, and they I was like really nice. Them <laughs> With that one leg. All the models did a great job they too. Did. They did. All I the freaking them. models. I enjoyed them for real. Yeah, everybody was so dope. I'm I'm really happy about the fashion show. Mm -hmm. I was really stressed. It, it it took a lot out of me. I've been in bed ever since. <laughs> but but it's, it's you should be like you know happy and satisfied because it really was a good turnout. That's good. It was. I'm I'm glad to hear that from um, your perspective because you was actually out in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I was out there when a DJ played a uh, side piece. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> I I was like, "Y'all not supposed to be on the runway." Like, I it's like five people got up and started dancing on the runway. I'm like, "Yo, the fashion show is not over yet." It was because they had did the old school against new school. And so she was like, old school, stand up. When we play y'all song, y'all dance a little bit. And then new school, when we play y'all something, and y'all like, y'all dance. So that's how that ended up happening. Oh. So like when they did do old school, they, they did get up and start dancing. But they wasn't all on the runway. It was just when new school came, when they started playing side piece, that's where you saw, that's what that was. She had my she did old school against new school. So the old school won then. <laughs> Actually, I think we won because we was more hype. <laughs> really? You think the new school was more hype? Way more. 
Mm, I just, girl, I, I felt like a pastor when I <laughs> when I sat down. And I seen all them black people rejoicing, on, and it's so like, oh, this is how it feels to be a pastor at a church <laughs> and see so many black people hooping and hollering. I'm like, yo, they are lit. Yep, especially Pee Wee, the that one that energy. was. Yeah, the energy was amazing. They was all, everybody was bouncing off of each other's energy. So it was like, you know, their frequency was all just, it was good. You, it wasn't, it, it didn't even feel like, you know, off. I didn't feel off. I didn't feel nothing negative. I didn't get like no weird feeling in my stomach. It was really live energy. So everybody was feeling it, I think. That's good. That makes me so happy. You should. <sighs> it's over, y'all. I get to sleep. <laughs> and I'm going uh, to go ahead and announce this on the podcast. I'm actually going to take a break from social media like I do every year after the fashion show. Because uh, I have to find inspiration. I have to draw more energy from another source other than social media. So I'm going I'm to shut down for a little bit. I'm going to give it a little break. Because I feel like all I did was like promote, 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 promote. Mm-hmm. And that that started to take up a lot of, of your energy, a lot of your time. It becomes a little draining. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I'm like, I need to like really draw some more energy from another source. I don't, I can't, I can't keep doing. I this. know your, I know that feeling. I had to do that. That uh, that's why I haven't been shooting because I'm not promoting. That's all I've, I've been doing is promoting, promoting. And the energy I'm drawing for it, from it is just, um, I, I know I'm going to be in the fashion show next week, but I'm just trying, I'm just trying to lay low and not do too much work, so I can just be just be around other people. Yeah, like the groups I'm trying to promote to, and just and feed off of them, cause uh, promoting is very draining. What it is? It's very draining. And um. Mm. FYI, Facebook, y'all some hoes. <laughs> Dear Facebook, y'all some hoes. And I'm going to say this because I've been doing this since 2013. Literally six years. And, okay, so you got these Facebook events. I'm about to give y'all some free game. You have these Facebook events mm-hmm. where you can invite people to come to your events, right? Yeah. But now Facebook have made it hard to invite people. So I think... Me, like, okay, so if you're the host of an event, mm-hmm. you can only invite probably 500 people max. Mm-hmm. Well, I have over 4,000 friends on Facebook, and I got 1,000 p- people pending to be my friend on mm-hmm. Facebook. And I have tons of people um, waiting, me. yeah, following me on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Why I can't invite all those people to my event? Right, right. To me, that's bogus. And it's because they want us to purchase these Facebook ads, right? Yep. And I don't like that shit. And I don't like that shit either. Because as a small business owner, listen up, Facebook. Y'all need to have some type of program or some type of affordable entrepreneur situation for entrepreneurs so we can av- afford these Facebook ads. Because every dollar counts. And some people might say, well, Brie, they only $2, they only $3, they only $4. Well, you know it's not going to really reach that many people. It's not. If you only put two dollars in the pot, you gotta put more money. You gotta in put there. more money in there to, to reach, reach those out. people. Yep. Exactly. I'm not a dumbass. So then I say, okay, y'all only y'all only allow me to invite 400, 496 people to be exact. 
cool. I'm going to reach out to the everybody directly. Mm-hmm. They shut that shit down. Now you, can't, now you can't reach out to people directly anymore. Because once they uh, figure out that you are reaching out to over, I'm going to say about the 15 person that you reach out to, Facebook will say, uh, you are abusing this. Yep. And you, you are abusing like, this feature, and mm-hmm. you, uh, we're gonna stop it, or you can you can't sh- uh, send no more messages, like even if you get like hours. a yep, even for like twenty four hours, even if you decided to send a personal message to nope. somebody, you can't do that no more either. They will shut your shit down. So now the only option that you have to promote your event, your business, or whatever you want to do is Facebook ads. Yep, that's how they get their money. I figured that out. As, and they do that, and then they also, because uh, they're telling you you're violating. Mm-hmm. You're violating their community standards. <laughs> and that's, that's they, to me. Instagram do that, too. Yeah, they do. It, 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 is, it is beyond Have you, You've been annoying. noticing those, those sponsors are all on Instagram yes. now? Yes, yes. They want you to purchase ads. Yep. So this is what I tell everybody. Do not solely depend on social media to put your content out there. You cannot. You need different platforms to push out your content. Because at any minute now, social media, Facebook, IG, whatever, they can get to the point where they're like, we're going to shut this shit down. And what are you going to have to back up your content? Like, what are you going to do? So I highly advise everybody to... Get a fucking podcast. Get a website. Get your own fucking website. And tell all your followers, especially people that really, really fuck with your content, to always go to your website. Subscribe yep. to my website. I've yep. been telling people this all the time. Go to my website. Go to my website. Go to my website. Because it's getting to the point where it is really, place. it's the only place. It's the only secured, stable um, get re- guaranteed platform for yep. you to show your content. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. Get and your this fashion show this year was the most stressful when it comes to promotion because that is my... I'm, I'm going to tell y'all my, my whole fucking setup and how I do this shit because a lot of people come to me and they ask me how I do this shit. I reach out to people. I will slide in your fucking DM so fast and tell you about Bring More Production uh, Fashion Show, Closet Sale, Podcast, whatever. I don't solely, I don't like to just post and be out. Especially when it comes to fashion shows, closet sales, podcasts, whatever. I'm in that bit. I'm, I'm in your DMs. Hey, you need to pull up. But now, they made it hard for me to do that. So, a lot of you guys didn't know about the fashion show because Bree is her only investor <laughs> and I, I right now I, I don't have the funds to put into Facebook ads right now I don't that's just what it is and plus I like my shit to be organic not saying that purchasing Facebook ads don't give you organic followers but at oh, least but. all the followers that follow me they have like literally been at a closet sale or they have been at a fashion show that's how I get a lot of my followers. Mm-hmm. Like, they have laid eyes on me in, mm-hmm. in real life. I love um, the moments after the fashion show. The days, the weeks after the fashion show, my followers go up. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, posted a status the other day that says, 
social media works so much better when you network outside of social media. Yes. Because I that's that's and I actually posted that after your fashion show because I that's when it happened. That's when I realized I was like, I tell people that I tell people that all better. the time. This is so much better. So then when I go, so it, so like I and I, and it started. I pretty much proved myself when I started doing the poetry nights, and my followers will shoot up the next day and then my likes will shoot up and then everybody's interested in what I'm doing. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely finna be on the scene now. Cause I was, the, I was doing it backwards for a while. Cause I didn't understand. Mm-mm. Cause I've been doing this by myself for almost three years, like no guidance at all. <laughs> so everything I'm learning, I'm learning on my own. So yeah, social media definitely works so much better when you network outside. And talk to people. Yes. Talk to people. Like, yes. Closed mouths don't get fed. At all. You have to be... I think I look at it like this. On social media, you have to be engaging. Yeah, you do. Don't just post and be done with the shit. Nah. At least, at least one... Take out one time, like one day out of your week where you are actually on other people's posts. Yeah. And you are engaging with them and mm-hmm. talking to them and... You know, letting them know your opinion and engaging in real conversation. Yeah, that works. Uh, that works. A lot of people think just post and go. You you can't just post and go. You gotta let people. Who, you gotta know people know who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Like it gets to the point where if I see somebody talking about something that I have spoke about on the podcast, I will literally post a link. Yeah. Of that specific podcast, and I say go listen to it. Yeah. I just spoke about this on the podcast. And they going to listen to and it. And they going to listen to it. Yep. So, it is very important to be engaging on social media. It is very important to also um, attend events. Especially, this is what gets on my nerves. People reach out to people and say, hey, I've been watching you. I love everything that you're doing. I love what you got going. Do you mind coming to my event? And a lot of niggas... What y'all do is, because that person probably have, like, less than 200 followers, or probably 1,000 followers, y'all be like, nah, I ain't gonna pull up. Nah, you need to go. No, motherfucker. You need to be there. You need to go. You You need to be the first person there. Because that's how you create a following. Yep. That's how you get people to um, go to your... That's how you get likes. That's how you get followers in real life, uh, on social media, by going to these events. Yep. We gotta start thinking. We gotta start thinking. The only value that comes with our brands is when it's associated with celebrities. How do you people think that they got their stuff? How do you think they became celebrities? Because, for example, on Hulu, like the Wu Tang American uh, story. Yes, I've been watching that. I love it. You know, even they they did that. You know, in the early nineties and stuff with them, pretty much putting feet to concrete. And pretty much getting everybody to listen to their music, and people, and because social media is so popular, people have pretty much made themselves think that they don't have to do that no more. Put feet to concrete, but you actually still you do. do. That's how social media. You gotta works. beat the pavement. You have to. It doesn't. It literally doesn't work if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't because you're never gonna get the authentic followers, and then you're gonna put these events on, and ain't nobody gonna show up because don't nobody really know who you are. <laughs> you're gonna have two hundred thousand followers on your on your um, IG. 
and only 20 people came to your event. Because they don't want to know who you are, and you ain't met them. They just see you, but they don't know you. And those 20 people is going to be your baby mama, mm-hmm. your cousins, That's it. and your mama and her new boyfriend. So it's like it doesn't work <laughs> with just social media. It just doesn't work. You have to get out there. You have to get out there. That's how it Period. works. Period. Have to get Period. Out there. And then once you get out there and then you got people who say, oh, yeah, I've been to a Bring More uh, Productions fashion show before. And since so-and-so said they've been to an event before, her friend is going to be like, okay, well, if you've been there before. I trust it. Mm-hmm. So now she's following Bring More Productions. Mm-hmm. I Word just, I don't think, I don't think you should solely depend on um, social media to promote your um your content nope. i just don't period okay. and the way that they shutting down everything and making it hard for people to promote their content is fucking ridiculous it's, it makes me sick <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous and don't be on no uh, black empowerment shit or anything that will um solely promote blackness they gonna shut your shit down so fast I've seen it. I've been a victim of the shit. Like, honestly, I have. So, I just gave y'all some free game. They are sick with it. The only thing I can say yeah, is... They just took 50 off of Instagram. Oh, they, they took him off? Yep. I thought he deleted his account. No, they say he, they uh they uh deleted Fifty's account. He don't have Instagram no more. <laughs> well, he is a bully. I don't like 50 Cent. He took his Instagram. <laughs> I'm sorry. He He's just a... It, I don't petty, know. Petty. He he too fucking petty. And then you know, one time he said, "Well, I have mommy issues. I didn't I didn't uh, get to know who my mom was." And I'm like, "But bruh, you know, go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. If you still if you still battling the fact that you know your mama passed away at an early age, and then you find out, you know, yeah, she, all, this, all this stuff about her, and she was this and she was, th- go see a fucking therapist. He got all this money." Exactly. Just like Floyd Mayweather. You got all that money, but you don't know how to read. That's that's depressing. R. Kelly. Just like R. Kelly. Like, go see some fucking... Help. Go get some help. But y'all worrying about the wrong thing. But R. Kelly remind me of uh, Booty Warrior. <laughs> when Booty Warrior said booty was more important than water. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> That's who that's who R. Kelly remind me of. Like R. Kelly's like booty is more important than therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I have issues, but I love women. I love women. Okay. You need to learn how to read first. God damn it. That's, that's fundamental. Oh yeah, he don't know how to read either. No, it's fundamental. Reading is fundamental. How you that. got all this money and you don't know how to read? That is depressing. Like you you literally have enough money to have a tutor come to you and give you one-on-one. He probably fucked her and, and probably uh, had her slave, too. I'm sure of it. She That's was probably disgusting. one of his victims. He had so many people. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a short break. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're going to give a shout-out to our sponsors. It was like, we thought he was going to... No. Man, fuck all that. Especially with the whole Aaliyah situation. Yo, y'all knew better than that shit. You guys, we are back. We talking about R. Kelly, dirty ass. But anyways, we are here with uh, Sunny Love. Hey. And 
let's talk about you. <laughs> Let tell the people about who you are and what you stand for. So, my name is Sunshine Love. I am a fine arts model here in Dallas, Texas. For those who don't know what a fine arts model is, that is in layman's term a nude art model. Um, so my photos are artistic nudes. Um, I pretty much pose. Um, I do artistic poses, acrobatic poses. Um, most of my stuff is um, either like dramatic or it's then it's. I'm pretty much just really butt naked, and I'm just doing a whole bunch of acrobatic poses. Um, I started doing this stuff like I started modeling almost three years ago. But I started doing artistic nudes probably about two years ago where I got really serious about it. And um, it's mainly because I got tired of body shaming. Um, there was, I saw a lot of that going on on social media. Mm. I also got tired of every time I saw artistic nudes, they was all of white women. And... I didn't really see too many black women. And then the ones I saw was the stereotypical black women. So it wasn't no real bodies. You know, these are made up bodies. So I wanted to give everybody something real. And I'm like, well, we the original women. So if anybody's going to be artistic, it's going to be us. We're going to be even more artistic than anything because these are the original bodies. So... That's what made me want to do it, because I wanted to show I can do the same thing that I see this woman doing, this woman doing, this woman doing. Y'all calling that art. I don't know, is it because her skin more pillow than mine? And so I guess to y'all, it's more accepting or appealing or what, but I'm about to do the same shit and y'all about to love it. So I started pushing it really heavy. That was the, the depth of why I do what I do. Um, I didn't, at first, I thought I was going to get bad feedback. In the beginning, it was mixed. People didn't know how to take it. Yeah. They did not know how to take that. It, I got a whole lot of mixed emotions, a lot. Um, at first, it was like, you know, I got questioned all the time. You so beautiful. Why are you on here naked? You don't have to do your body like that. Why are you subjecting yourself to this? And because I was telling people, I was like, you know, we as black people are taught that nudity is sexualized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not. Those white people don't sexualize the body. When you go to any of their museums, you're always going to see a naked photo. Always. You're going to go to, if you go to any high scale or high class restaurant, you're always going to see naked photos on the walls. You know, you go to, I've, I've literally been to some of these people's houses as a waitress or doing bartending, and these rich people have nothing but, like, naked women on their walls. And they understand that the body is just the body. It, it's, it's artistic in its form. And so, well, we're not taught that. So I'm like, I'm about to show y'all that the body is artistic in its form, and there's nothing disgusting about it. There's nothing sexualized about it. It's art. If you if you look at it for past the body, then it's art. The a lot of people who do ask me about it when they're models, they think that doing nude art is easy, and it's actually harder. It's actually easier to pose with clothes on, um, because you have a prop, you know. 
and you don't because technically when you're posting with clothes on the focus is not on you it's on the clothes so yeah who cares if you didn't look right in your face you know if your face is just really bland you know but when you're doing artistic nudes it's the focus is on you you have to literally tell a story with your body nothing else no props no nothing your whole body has to be that that photo yeah so that's what makes it harder to try to be different in every photo so i wanted to show the people i want to show my people that this is not sexual this is art we can do this this is something that can be enjoyed you know we don't have being unclean we're just as beautiful unclothed and clothed and i can be respected unclothed and clothed all the same so after i say about a year then it started to die down with the people who was not understanding some of them they just just decided to agree to disagree some of them came around a lot of people came around actually they decided you know okay they told me at first i didn't understand well i think that's the reason why um we need to know our history Mm -hmm. because it is important for us to know our history, and I say this all the time, and I mean this when I say it, because if you go back and you look at tribes in Africa, you will see that most women were in nude. Mm-hmm. They either had tattoos to display, you know, the origins of the tribe mm-hmm. or what the tribe stood for, and then they have, like, um... Body modification. Yeah, they would be, you know, completely naked, but only tattoos that garnish their skin. Mm-hmm. Or you had, like, you know, earrings. Um, you had, like, head pieces, but mm-hmm. the rest of the body would not be covered. Right. Um, once you see that, you will see that you come from nakedness and it's beautiful and it's not sexualized and that's the reason why everybody also need to look up the story of sarah bartman as mm-hmm. well because when she was kidnapped and take uh taken to uh britain to um to be in the circus and they they exposed her buttocks and her vagina area and they made a mockery of her body of yep. her beauty yep. and that's when that's when uh black women became more uh victims of sexualization mm-hmm. and that's when everything started picking up because that's how they was that's how things were for a long time so i think i told sonny a long time ago when she came to me, oh, by the way, Brimore Productions will be coordinating her first art show here in Dallas. I'm excited, child. So when she came to me and she told me that she wanted me to be on board of her project, I was down for it because I've been to other cities. I've had the pleasure of going to different museums in each city. Like, that's me. I, I love to hit up museums art shows when I go to different cities mm-hmm. to draw inspiration and bookstores as well. I get a book everywhere I go. So I see it all the time. I see nudity all the time. To me, it is a form of art. Mm-hmm. And But you was right. In most cases, you see white men, Greek goddesses or Greek gods in the nude. And particularly, these are white people. Mm-hmm. And it's a form of 
art. Mm-hmm. Like a, a white man can literally have his dick in his hands, and he can it can be in a museum of art in New York, and people taking pictures of it, and they love it, and they looking at it as art. They not mm-hmm. looking at it like. Yeah, that's disgusting. Don't do that. And there's plenty, like you said on IG. I actually follow um, one of the models that was in the very first fashion show. She's a plus size model, but she's also a white woman. She's plus size and she white, and she have a whole IG account where Mm -hmm. she's in the nude. I bet she's in the nude, and And she's popping, and she's getting followers, and. You know, she's she's getting sponsors and everybody love it. They're not taught to be disgusted by other bodies like we are. And you know, that comes from generation of generation of generation of being put down for our bodies like you said, you know, they had her in a circus. Yeah. Humiliating her for her natural body. And we're taught that our natural bodies are disgusting that we have protruding sexual parts you know what i mean that's i hate that <laughs> all right our culture is uh our culture is uh is identified and um described as something as raunchy mm. and sexualized mm, and yep. you know when a black woman wears certain things she she deserves to be raped and she deserves to be disrespected and she deserves to get whatever she got coming to her that's in a negative aspect because she's wearing this or she's not wearing that. Exactly. And that's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. If a woman verbally do not tell tell you or she, her actions do not display that she want anything negative to come her way. If she's walking down the street, she mind her own fucking business and she naked, leave her the fuck alone. Please. Please. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. <laughs> Period. She didn't ask you. She didn't ask. She's not displaying anything. She's just literally walking down the street. Just leave her alone. And I think that's the reason why I told you that it is important for you to put your art out there and actually present it to your people. So it you it could give people education on this level. Mm-hmm. And it will actually strip away all the things that they were taught. Because at this point, it's all about unlearning everything that was taught to us. So we can see things in a different perspective. And it's not clouded Mm -hmm. by the shit that been holding us back for so long. You're right. I mean, we typically have an easier way to accept nudity in the art form when it's in drawings or pictures. You know, but when it's a live person that tends to kind of make our people feel a little uneasy. And so my art show is going to be photos, you know, of my body. And, you know, I I might have a few art pieces in there. But, you know, I'm going to make y'all see this artwork for what it actually is. And it's going to be appreciated. I already know it. It's education. Yeah. I would say it's time for us to educate the people mm-hmm. about what you have to offer. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's nothing to downgrade. I will say this. Since I've uh, been doing this journey, I've I've crossed over. I mean, because, you know, I have no problem with any of the white photographers who wanted to shoot me because, again, they understand nudity. Um, people overseas... 
no problem selling my work over there. They like it a whole lot more than Americans. Also, digital copies, prints, canvases, all overseas, and they have no problem taking that. Um, I have more issues with Southerners accepting it than I have with Northerners. <laughs> and I told you we're in the Bible Belt. Yeah, and then, you know, people on the West Coast actually will accept it more, you know, liberals. But then, yeah, my Southerners, they, they, they we are definitely in the Bible Belt. <laughs> you know, people still thumping their Bibles, still turning pages. <laughs> my people down here, I'm like, ain't nobody trying to. Y'all, we behind though. Like, but the crazy thing is, your pastor is the freakiest motherfucker on this planet. I'm saying. I'm saying the nastiest the one. The nastiest one. Like, he is. Pastor the Wilson just got caught in. <laughs> <laughs> he had to shout show, out to Pastor. Wilson. He had to show somebody the way. What? <laughs> she was blind. What? <laughs> in her clique. But he was in that thing. He but had to show her the that's way. not saying that you know what you're doing is sexualized. That's not saying that. It's no. just it's just saying that we need to let go of that whole perception of nude art because it's art and it's and that's. Because anybody can take my photos and draw them and it would still be art, you know? And and that's what I want people to get. Like, but I, like I say, over the years, these last two years, it's been way more accepted. Then I just had to learn who to market to. That was another. Oh, yeah, because you're not for everybody. Ooh, I'm not. And you got to, <laughs> and that's another thing about marketing and promotion. That's what people need to realize. You're not for everybody, and that's okay. That's okay. And, you know, at first, that did mess with me because I thought I was supposed to be for everybody. Nah. Then, once I... And you know what? It took me to leave. It took me to actually go to New York to figure that out. When I did go to New York, I was like, okay, I'm, I know exactly who I need to come back and market to. I know exactly who I need to talk to from when I come back because I know who's finna buy my stuff. I know who's finna appreciate it. I know who's finna see this as art now. I just had to leave and come back. I said, okay. Then I went to Miami. And Miami got me really fired up because they got a World Erotic Art Museum. Mm. I went up in there. And I, because I, you know, I, I was uh, I was down there and we was driving past it on Ocean Drive. And then I said, World Erotic Art Museum. Can you back the car up? <laughs> back the car up. We get out. And I, you know, they was like 25. I was like, let me, let me see this. I was, it's beautiful in there. I, I, I was actually like, so I'm going to end up in here. I'm definitely going to end up in there. For sure. I know I am. Manifesting. I'm definitely going to end up in there. They gave me the info that I need to uh, talk to the people. I'm definitely going to end up in there. Of course, they got more than one. Because it's the World Erotic Art Museum, so I don't know where the main one is. I'm going to find that out. But I know they got one in Miami, and I think it's another one in Cali, but I'm definitely going to end up in there. It's literally the same stuff I do. Same exact stuff, if not more. (laughs) They got statues and everything. It was crazy. I loved it. Do Do you see your impact on Dallas after you start posting your nude art? Do you see other models following you? Yes. Actually, uh, I wasn't expecting it. I was so, like, wrapped up in, like, just trying to, like, 
push my work and like just you know you focus so much on being an inspiration you don't know that you already are and that's what I was doing like I was focusing on being inspiration and being inspiring but I didn't know that I that it was working until the feedback or I'll be scrolling I'll be like that look like my picture right <laughs> that's not me though who shot this and I'm like oh my gosh and then they'll either DM me and say, you know, you inspire me. Or models who didn't do nude now do nude. And they'll hit me up and be like, you know, same thing. You know, you did inspire me to do this. And I'm like, well, I thank you. I didn't even, you know. There have been models who recreated my work and it's actually flattering. I'm like, I, okay. I've seen your work um, recreated into um, acrylic art on canvas. Really? Didn't you share that? Was it you talking about the, the brown? It was yes. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that guy's from Brooklyn. Yes, and he put it up in an art show in Brooklyn, and I did, man, it was crazy. I said, "What? Oh my gosh, I can't even go to the art show and see it." So uh, he did send me a copy of it. So shout out to uh, JD Bias. He's dope for that. Man, I wish I would have been there. I would have purchased that painting, too. That was so dope. Yes, it was for the Women Empowerment Art Show um, that they had in last March. It was, I was pretty You know, You know what What this reminds me of? It's, it's kind of like, and I'm not going to spill my vision on your art show. I want people to actually come out and witness it. But it's kind of like freedom to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you taking back the power of you taking you taking back the power that your ancestors didn't have. Right. When they was in nudity, they was in bondage, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't their choice. Right. But this is your choice. You're not in bondage. You have a free mind. Yep. You have seek your freedom. This is your your way of expressing your freedom. Right. So I think that's dope. Like I I'm I'm down for it. I think it's. I think it's definitely something that's needed in in the city of Dallas. Honestly, yeah, I do too. I do too. I think that the city does need to see this. I really do, and in a different form. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show Dallas what we are capable of. And any other models that want to do this, I'm gonna show them that you can do this too. It's very much doable. It's a lot of work, but it's doable. The thing is, are you? ready for the work like how bad do you actually want it yeah i want it bad enough because i'm more so just want to show people in person y'all have been watching me on social media for so long so it's time for me to come from i guess behind the keyboard <laughs> i guess that's what you would say to come from behind the keyboard and show y'all in person like i'm more than just what y'all been seeing on the internet like i'm actually really doing this and i'm actually really making art for y'all to enjoy yes you can purchase it from me anytime but i want y'all to see me and see the art all in one room yeah that's what i want that's dope so when is the art show the art show is going to be march 14 2020 so you know you guys do i am the tickets are available on eventbrite and uh we are right now doing pre-sale or early bird all the way to the end of the year because once next year come, they're going to be general admission only. Um, so please uh, make sure that you do follow me. I do post the link often. Um, and that way you can just go on Eventbrite. Or you can just go on there and just look up. It's always sunny in Dallas. Because 
that too <laughs> it's there it's available you have a website i do so my website is um patreon.com forward slash sunny love it takes you right to my page um, I post on there often. You can interact with me. You can see my work um, without in being bothered with social media, trying to restrict me or take my pictures down. If you want to leave me comments, you can do that. I do I do have access to it all day. So, you know, I will interact with a lot of people. Um, so you don't have to, you can see my stuff uncensored. And you can see it for what it, the way I want to show it to you guys. So, once again, that's patreon.com forward slash sunny love. All my work is there. And Bring More Productions will also post as well about the art show and following Sunny Love, of course. And I'm super excited. You know, March 14 is actually the one-year anniversary of the podcast. Really? Yeah. Really? So I was like, it's funny how you chose that date. Well, damn. <laughs> Since you have already locked it down, I'm like, okay. Because what I want to do is I want to have like a, a podcast listening party. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to come back stronger next year, like actually create structure for the podcast where mm-hmm. we have like segments where people can actually unlearn what they have already learned. So. Mm. That'll be great. I want to educate. I'm tired. I'm, 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 I'm tired of it. That would be great. It's time to, like, really educate and make a an impact. Because I learn a lot of information. And uh, it's time to share it. It is. It is. I read so many books. Right right now I'm reading Asata again. Asata Shakur. Mm-hmm. Her autobiography. It's funny that you said that because I was thinking, like, if I have a, another child... I'm definitely gonna name her Asada. Mm-hmm. I got her book. It's man, it always just tears me up when I read that first chapter because <laughs> I can't make it through that first chapter without getting upset. Let me borrow that when you're done. Yeah, I definitely let you borrow it. Okay, make sure you guys um uh, go follow Sunny Love, and also if you are in Dallas and if you're not, you have enough time to purchase your flight to come out mm-hmm. and um, celebrate Sunny's. Um, art in person on March 14th. It will be at the For the Culture Studios. Yes. And For the Culture Studios is really For the Culture. Shout it out is. to For the Culture. Yes. And Bring More Productions will be coordinate the entire event. So there's a lot of black excellence going on in that whole situation. Yep. So make sure you get your tickets now because like Sunny said, once the, hit, the 2020 hits, that's General it. mission. <laughs> That's it. General mission. And it's worth it. It really it's is. It's worth it. Um, and another thing, make sure you guys continue to listen to the Brewmore Productions podcast and support that anything and everything that we do. Um, if you want to see images of the fashion show, make sure you go to our website, brewmore.com. And you can also follow us on IG and Facebook. I'm going to post all the images probably tonight. And or tomorrow morning. So thank you guys so much for listening. Sunny, you have anything else to say? Um, if you guys wanna follow me on my Instagram while I'm still up, it is the chocolate muse, D A Chocolate Muse M U S E. And also my Twitter is the same thing as my Instagram. So I would suggest you guys go follow me on the my social media platforms. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Peace. Peace.